are here the main event Roy the Rebel Wills again I'd probably be a bit rude if I didn't give Welcome to Striker Chat bringing you the story and characters of Australian Muay Thai with your host your not so knack Muay old man the WA legend Welcome to episode 12 of Striker Chat. In today's episode, I catch up with Roy the Rebel Wills. We have a chat about refing and judging and how those skills are transferable to coaching. We also chat about the preparation of his fighters, Leo and Kian, and how they're going in their prep. Then we jump into a hot tub time machine, travel forward one week, and find out how the boys went. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Alright, like as we promised, we have our WA correspondent, all the way from Perth, Roy the Rebel Wills. How you going, brother? Hey man, how are you? I'm good, I'm good mate. Bro. Good. How are you? Good, good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Have you been for the last fortnight? I'm, yeah. Yeah. Good man. Good. Just just cruising along. along just um. Yeah. Busy at the gym as always. always. And, and um. How yeah. many times a week do you? Uh, how many times a week are you at the gym? Is it six? Uh, I'm, six I'm days there, a week. Yeah. Six days a week. Yeah. And then Sunday's your yeah. day off with you and Jacinta. Sunday is the day. Yes. Yep. That's why um I did a when I did the interview with um uh with the young with young Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was it was Jacinta's birthday that day. Interview. Yeah, well, thank oh, thank you. I was, yeah. I yeah. was, was going to jump on on that, um, no, no, but, yeah. like, listen, no. listening back on it, uh, obviously didn't need to, man. He, he handled himself well. And Very well. He was yeah. still a bit he was still a bit yeah. shy, and I know that he's got a bit yeah. more personality <laughs> than that, but he started to open up yeah. at the end, which was good, you know, and he's yeah. a good kid, and, um, you know, I wish him all the luck for the future. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's, he's got a big future ahead of him. No I'm, shit, I'm sure of that. No shit, no shit. You reffed on the weekend, yeah. mate. What was that for? I Who did, was that for? yes. Yeah, so it was uh, Origins um, Fight Promotion. So mm-hmm. for Morn, Mark D, um, he he puts a. Sorry, a who was that? On, who was like, the promoter again? Sorry, mate. For Morn, shout out to For Morn. Um, Mark D, he's the owner of Cha- yeah Champions Gym. So so he, hold on, is that Pon Mark D? Son. Yes, his wow. son. Wow, he is a yeah. legend of Australian of Western Australian Muay Thai. He's been around for man. been around for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Pomon Pomon's kind of like um, he's he's had a few origin shows, which, mm-hmm. um, as the name kind of suggests, are more kind of amateur and and the origins of great fighters. He's, he likes to say. So, oh, origins of great. Okay. Yeah, the origins of great fighters. So um, the, he normally the fight is uh, the fight show. I think it was thirteen fights. Wow. Uh, and there was like two thing. or three um, professional kind of like five round of fights with no shin pads okay, and the rest yep. were um up to like five fights um each so like a lot of new new people but um and and all the protective padding and all that yeah but man the talent that we have coming up through at the moment in wa mm-hmm. i reckon in the next years is going to be insane if you know they all stick at it oh, i'm sure um 
So how about yeah? Where are these? Where were these fighters? Can you name a few of these fighters or that are coming through? Oh, oh no, sorry, I, I, that's that's a question without mate, fucking notice. I'm sorry, not, I'm such good talent coming up yeah, there, man. Talent, we have, yes. um, there, there was some good fights on. There was um, or a couple of the standouts to me were um, oh, what was his name? His name was uh, Jordan Chia, um, and. He fought a guy, Brody Lloyd, that was a really, really good fight. Yeah. Um, kind of like boys that were at about 65 kilograms. Um, like really put on like, for, for how many fights they had, it was both their debuts. Oh, right. Um, so, yeah. So fully padded, but like just the skills, like I, when I had my debut fight, I mm -hmm. was nowhere near what these guys we're kind of doing now it's not the fucking skill of the fight it's it's the mental side of the fight and how calm you are is that would, would you would you say that would yeah you, i would say um not like the, the control of emotion yeah the emotion yes so like like as a first-time fighter obviously mm. very nervous kind of a lot of people let those nerves get to them a bit yeah. and then when that the way that that comes out in a fight is like you're just all over the place yeah your skills go out the window your fitness kind of like hits you know, shit hits a fan there. You, um, so, yeah. Go, go, go. Sorry. These, these guys were kind of just, I don't know, they were just really, calm. like a lot of them were really calm. And not just those two I mentioned, there was like another one that really That's... stood out to me um, was Cooper Corrigan, who, man, he just showed, it was his uh, fourth fight, mm -hmm. and he just showed really good technique, good kind of composure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, won his fight as well. So, so yeah, so, really strong talent coming up. Yeah. So I mean, with um, so it's more of the, I mean, the modern day fighter now. It's is is a there's a lot of sports psychology going into it then. Yes. Yeah. Because, like yeah. I, we, I touched base. I touched. I, we touched on. A, we touched on a lot of that with um with Brandon as well. And you look. We're gonna. We'll, we'll touch on that too. I've got a few. Que you know. We've got a few questions. But refing, mate. How many, how many times yeah. have you, how many times now have you, have you done that? Um, I'd say it was probably like, like around my 10th show. Yeah. Um, do you have to be qualified. You know, like, do you have to, do you have to go through a, um, a, a course or a, a qualification? Yeah. Because you just can't, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's at, it's fucking Roy Rebel. He's at 60 plus fights. He's a coach. Let him <laughs> become a ref. Do you, is it, is it, so is it regulated? Well, I got, it is now, yeah, yep. very, um, very much so. Obviously, like, kind of has to be to ha to have, you know, the um, the decision in the palm of your hand, kind of thing. You need to, you need to be, you need to know what you're doing, mm. what you're looking at, and and because yeah, like a lot of the time, like these decisions, if they kind of go bad, can can kind of be the turning point in a young person's career where they go, oh fuck this, I don't yeah. want to do it, you know. So you kind of um, you've got, we you've, like yeah. here in WA, we've got Darius Douch. Um, oh yeah, I know Darius. And, he's um, the head Muay Thai Grand Prix guy, yeah. Yes, yeah, he's one half of that promotion. Yep. So he he um you know over the last few years he's done very well in kind of like regulating and controlling and just getting WA's judging and refing to uh, to a standard that is like really really good. Yeah. And now he's the head. Um, yeah. Of the MTA, for the refs and judges, um, Australia wide. What so. in Muay Thai? Like that's the Muay Thai. So what? what so it's in, uh, Muay Thai Australia. Yeah. So, so he just got yeah. appointed that, didn't he? I mean, I've seen that. He I did. did yeah, over just social just, media, I just I've seen that, and um, it was over. Yeah. 
over Twitter and whatnot and all those all those big platforms. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um, so yeah, yeah. So uh, like, when you prepping for a for a for a ref and when you got your mindset, is it similar to a fighting mindset where you you got to be calm because you, uh, obviously you you have to watch the fighters making protecting the fight your your job there is to actually what is it to protect the fighters would that be the, yes. the your first main job is to fucking yeah. look after those blokes oh, sorry, yeah. the fighters especially as um like so obviously the ju- the judging and the ref obviously mm. very different the judges yes. main goal is to watch the fight every single second of that fight mm. and to know um, intimately, the the knowledge of what is working, what is not working, yeah, and and basically score, you know, fairly based on that. Mm-hmm. The ref's job is like first and foremost is to protect the fighters mm-hmm. and then control the flow of the fight, yeah, so that it doesn't gotcha. become stagnant and the crowd still, you know, like so. See, like, the fight um, flow. yeah. Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> I yeah. keep cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I do. That's why Sammy hates me. No, I'm only joking. No, no, it's no, like, cut, no, it's like cut, thirty no. questions about to be asked from you. I can tell. No, no I'm fucking, oh, dude, dude. Um, I mean, oh fucking hell! I've just lost my train of thought again. Judges score the fight. They decide who wins the fight. The referee yeah. is like the guardian angel, and he makes sure the safety and the welfare of the fight and the flow of the fight is the fucking number one thing. So they work hand yeah. in hand. It's it's a partnership, the referees and the judges. I always thought the referee was the one who decided because you know he just puts the hand up, but he actually gets the the scorecard, and then yeah. he calls, and then he knows who's who's won the fight and whatnot. A so, lot of the time, yeah. like as the referee, man, like a lot of the time as ref, you kind of like you have no idea who's won that fight because the whole time you've just been focused on mm. like, well, about to fall out of the ro- out of the ring, so you're like pulling on the ropes, or yeah. you're thinking like. All right, when does when are they kind of stopped in the clinch? Right, when's a good time to break it? And you just got to kind of be on the ball on that kind of front. Mm. So by the end of the fight, someone goes, "Oh, who do you reckon won that?" You're like, "Fuck, I wasn't even really watching." You were just watching, yeah, we <laughs> I wasn't even really watching the actual fight. You know, like yeah. I was watching other things that were going on. Like, oh shit, you know, like um, they're, they're kind of that was a low blow. You got to really be aware of like what was a low blow and mm. what was a body rip, things mm. like that. So um, yeah. It's good, man. It's it's. I approach it the same way as a fight. Yeah. Right. In the in the fact that like I want to do my hundred percent best job yeah. there. Yeah. But at the same time, there's not there's not. I don't put as much pressure on myself. Yeah. Um. Because I'm I'm confident in my experience and my abilities and that. Yeah. Um. So like I just go in there and I'm like the way I look at it, I'm like, man, I get to. I've got the best seat in the house. Fuck yeah every fight show yeah um and yeah like i'm confident in my abilities um to be able to give the right decision or call a fight when it needs to be called or you know mm. or just all that kind of one, stuff. one we'll just touch one more thing about rap refing man does it do you yep. do you get transferable skills does it help you with coaching is there any benefits out of refing with coaching and everything like that or anything like yeah, that? yeah 100 i think so it like as a coach especially like you know, obviously getting taught the rule set and what mm. getting told what the judges look at. Ah, fuck yeah. What the judges look at in a fight. Mm. Now I can go back to the gym and be like, guys, this is what the judges look at. This is what you need to do in a fight to make the judges go like, ooh, you know, he's got the advantage there, you know, just yeah. things like that. 
even um, I was doing it um, at the tail end of my career there, like while I was still fighting. Were you refing at, were you, were you refing yeah. at the tail end? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, I think that massively gave me a, a hand in the ring while I was actually fighting in the ring as well. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, you know, like, oh, we've both kicked, but I was a little bit off balance. That means uh, the judges might have me a little bit behind. I've got to get, get back ahead, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, but I suppose, so just things like that. Yeah, I suppose like um, it's you're gonna. It, I mean, refing, uh, coaching, fighting, transferable skills. It, it and then you can use each. Yeah. So ev all of those three components makes you a better coach, doesn't it? Really. Hundred percent. You know, and, and they make you all the three things together make you a better fighter. Yeah. And all things three things together make you a better referee as well. So that's why you're, would you think, would you say that's why um, your gym's pretty good or? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, the fighters are pretty calm, man, when they go in there, you know? It's, yeah. Um, and it's like, it was a little bit, yeah, we touched on, we touched on how these new talents coming through and you're talking about skill level. It's because of their fucking, their calmness in, in the ring. And it's got to yeah. be, it's got to be their new coaching style as well. Yeah, I definitely feel like a lot of the, you know, a lot of the coaches nowadays, like all this new knowledge and information is mm. out there. Oh, fuck all yeah. the coaches now, nowadays will be silly not to use it. And I think like the psychological aspect of prepping for a fight yeah. is coming more to the forefront. It's not just about getting super fit, super ready. Mm. It's about having that mental state where you can perform at your best as well. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I just want to give a, a quick shout out on that Origins show yeah, as well. Um, Jack 300 versus Eddie Duvar. So Jack 300. Is that the one you ref? Um, had his retire No, no, I, I judged that fight. Um, okay, but yeah. It was Jack 300's oh. retirement fight. Um, he's been a fighter for over 30 years. Jack um, 300, I know that fucking. Yes. You, you know Jack, but I, I fought him Jack. three times. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just shout out to Jack and, and his career, you know, he's been in WA for a long time. He was here when I first started, mm. um, and ended up fighting longer than me as Fuck well. He so. outlasted you. Yeah. What gym did he, yeah. what, what gym was he representing on, um, Saturday night? The champions gym. Champions. So he's a trainer there now. Yeah. And he's, oh. he just had his like, fight out of there. So. And that was his farewell fight. And how'd he go? Yeah. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he yeah. won. It was a good fight. Eddie Eddie Duval definitely stepped up in experience. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Jack was just a little bit too slick, too too smart with his techniques, and, and got the got the win, got and, the dub. And you being the judge, and you wanting to have him have 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 a W in the last fight, did you cheat? No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> so so no, you man. judge, so you judge and ref. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah. the same? So we're going to die. Sorry, I'm digressing again. I fucking have to ask these questions. Is, oh, is it the, so, so when you did get your certificate for your refing, is it judging and refing at the same time type of things? You do you do that in one? No, you can do one or the other. Okay. Um, if you want. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I may as well do both. Mm -hmm. um, and when I first did it, I actually started refing before the commission came in. Yeah. So a long time ago. Um, just amateur fights for Blair and like development days and that. Yeah, mate. But once the commission came in, obviously they brought in a rule set like, oh, well, to be a rep and judge, you've got to have, you know, pass this test and that. And I just went up to him and I was like, look, I'm a fighter. Mm. I've already been refing and judging. They need more refs and judges yeah. in WA. Yeah. So like just 
you know, give me my license kind of thing. And, mm. and um, I just had to do a short test online. Mm. Um, but I now they do like a phase where you have to shadow judge so many, you know, bike shows. What do you mean by shadow? Like, like you, you sit with the judges? Sit next to a judge yeah. and yeah. you judge the fight, but your scores don't matter. Okay. But it's used as experience. It's like your L plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you drive. So, so um, kind of but I, I didn't have to go through that. I've already been doing it. So. Can you break it down? So, like, if you're, do you write? Is there like a, a score sheet in front of you, and you go, okay, um, that that punch landed? And do you do you mark that down, or do you just remember, or do you go back at the end of the round and you go, okay, how do I judge this round? Okay, that guy fucking dominated. Nine, I'll give him a ten. That guy fucking did all right. I'll give him a nine. Is it similar like that? Is it? Kind of, you could, you, there's, you don't score each shot, like, you don't write each shot down as okay. it kind of happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that would take your direction away yep. from something quick happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what you do is, what I do personally, and what um, we've been told to kind of do, is you evaluate the flow of the fight, and you look at the things like momentum of a fighter. Okay. But not only that, that doesn't mean that, like, the guy on the front foot's just winning automatically. Mm-hmm. You've got to look at, like, what strikes they're using, each strike, you know, even punches can still score, yeah. but they have to, punches are easy to throw. So if a massive body kick lands and shakes the guy and hits his arm and like the guy yeah. shakes it because it hurt him, and then someone lands a big punch, 100%, you got to land that, you got to score that kick, you know, yeah. um, over the punch. So it's just an accumulation of what both fighters have kind of done. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the round, you should be able to remember that whole round. Yep. You score that one round then and there and you move on to the next. And then you can't think about round two and then go, oh, but old mate landed a good dump in round one. So maybe you won round two. No, nah, it doesn't work like that. Each yep. round is separate, yep. which is, you know, you score it and then you go, okay, that's that. There's um, there's a old saying in cricket, um, you've, you, the most important ball is the one that you're facing. And that's the same yeah. as you don't, you fucking, you forget about the ball that you just faced. You hit it for four or you yeah. got, you know, and you don't worry about the, what's coming up. You, 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 yeah. It's in the moment. And that's probably what you, you are with the ref. You don't worry about the fucking, what's happened in the last rounds or what's going to happen. In the, in, it's what's happening in that round right there. Yeah. Oh, nice no, one, bro. Sure. Jeez, but yeah. like, that was a 20 minute conversation about refereeing and, and <laughs> it was fucking good. I like that. <laughs> you could go on about it for ages, mm-hmm. you know, like Thai, Thai, Thai refs are crazy, man. They like, they, they've got the best control of the fight. No, like, no, the yeah. I've ever seen, you know? like, they, they're like right in the action, but somehow don't get in the way. Yeah. Never, you know? I, I've seen Thai refs, one fight, they, they know when a fight is a knockout punch. They'll grab yeah. that. They'll quickly fucking. They'll push the other um, the fighter out the way and like caress, caress yeah. the fighter and, ma- and make sure that he lands nice and softly. Or you know they really are. Yeah. Uh, they look after the welfare of the fighters, man. They're fucking amazing. Yeah, we, we had a good discussion about like um, whether we whether you should do that or not mm-hmm. because if you do that and then the fighter lands and you don't don't call the fight. Maybe you just ha- saved them, and what if they come back and win by knockout? Ah, and you've just saved them, yeah, nah, by like getting extra, you know, like not damage, but like mm. getting a bit more shaking while when they hit the ground. And then instead of like, so you've saved them from like another knock, but then you've countered them 
I think we came to, or like, yeah, came to the kind of thing. If someone's going down and you've got to catch them, yeah. they're probably out enough that you should call the fight then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fucking yeah. oath, man. Fucking oath. Which normally that happens in Thailand as well. As soon as they catch that head, yeah. they're calling the fights. Jeez, I can ask more questions about this, man, but 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 we need to move on. We need to. <laughs> That's fine. You know, Another episode. Eight counts and stuff like. I mean, I want to ask about eight counts and shit like that. And fuck it, let's just ask about the eight count. Have you ever done an eight count where you have to look at the yeah. fighter and making sure the fighter's not all fucking fuzzy in their head? And of course, yeah. I mean, sorry, you being an experienced fighter and being knocked down and had that fuzziness and so you'd know exactly if the fighter's out or not yeah 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 i mean like um it's pretty easy to tell whether a fighter's like there or not because mm. you've got to look in their eyes you do it there's a certain a few certain things you get like them to do where you can determine so you, you've got to look in their eyes and yep. be like are you good do you want to continue if they say yes ask them to put their hands up if they can put their hands up in front of their face you're like cool walk forward toward me if they walk and they're not wobbling yeah you're good to go yeah okay okay if they fail any of those like they can't hear you so they don't put their hands up mm. or if they don't walk, if they walk forward and they're a bit shaky or if they're not looking at you they're kind of like all a bit spaced out mm. then you, that that's kind of like all right maybe i'll i won't let this continue but and you ask all um, these questions after you do the eight count yeah so you stand them up yep you, you eight count once you've done the eight count you say good to go. They put their hands up. Yeah. You touch your gloves. You walk them forward. Then you say fine. I refed a fight, and it was um, Ryan Black versus Mitch Holder um, a couple of years ago. Cracking fight. Ryan Black dropped Mitch Holder twice. I think it was round two. Mm-hmm. Um, one more eight yeah. count, and he would have. I would have had to call the fight automatically. But both times he got up, he was shaky, but he was like focused, and he he, he wanted to continue, and he. Obeyed all the instructions. He survived the round. And then in the very next round, he came back and dropped Ryan Black three times to uh-huh. win. So after that fight, everyone was like, man, that was, you know, good call good on call. letting him continue because look mm. what happened. I, I could have called it, man. Yep. And then he lost that fight. And, yeah. Would that come down to your experience as a fighter? Um, like to it, know that, to know that. I well, think it you, does you know, help. It would, you know, you know what, you know that he's not all the way. He's been rocked, yeah, but he's not. He's yeah. still got some. He's got and some I, something in the tank, which he did. Yeah, and as a fighter, man, like you know, like there's nothing worse than a fight getting called early. <laughs> so like I always let them go right until the last moment where it's mm. like, nah, man, that's enough. Mm. Um, Have you ever called a fight going yeah. fucking no, no, no? He's had enough. Um, no, I've never done that. I've never done that. I'll, I'll let them kind of. I give them every chance they've got. If if it gets too much and they're just getting like destroyed, Humble. then yeah. I'll kind of step in and be like, "Yeah, that's enough." On, that's, but, a, that's enough. Which I, I've done before for some amateur fighters, but yeah, no, that's yeah. a bit different though, because amateur fighters can it just is, lose yeah, the plot yeah. or just lose technique, lose composure, and then yeah, and then they more just the gas tank. They just get absolutely mm. exhausted, and then you kind of got to step in and be like, "Yeah, like nah, that's this is da- getting dangerous now." So. Mm. After the break, we find out how the Hoodstask, Kian and Leo, are preparing for their fight on domination. Hoodstar to the rockstar. All right.
What is happening this weekend, mate? There's a big. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's it's a. It's the domination. Domination in yes. a cage. Domination yes. in a cage. Yeah. So um, yeah, that'll be interesting. We touched First on time, last time. Yeah. I never. I've never fought in the cage. Um, mind you, it's not Muay Thai with little gloves. The only thing that's different is the cage. Uh, yeah. Um, but like I've never fought in a cage. Um, I've never even been to an MMA show. So have you ever watched the UFC? <laughs> have you ever watched the UFC? You know what UFC is, mate. It's the ultimate oh, fighting watched, community. I've watched yeah. UFC on TV. <laughs> I've just never physically. Been Money joking, bro. Fucking Muay Thai people are so traditional, and they hate everything else besides Muay Thai, yeah. which is fair. <laughs> it's it's fair. Fair. It's, it's so fair. That's a fair fucking. That's a fair thing to do. <laughs> and I, I'd like. I like watch MMA or I watch UFC, and I'll just be sitting, and everyone will be cheering, and I'll be going. They're so fucking messy, like their yeah. techniques just. But yeah, I know, I know, I got, I know it's MMA style. Okay. Watch out for takedowns. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, um, who's fighting this weekend, then, mate? You've got two fighters coming out of there. Yeah, so we've got uh, Ken and Leo out of the pit. Um, there, there's a big undercard of fighters as well. Mm. Um, but a lot of them are MMA fights, like oh. like I think proper MMA, MMA fights. Yeah. grappling and and submissions yeah. and yeah so i don't even know who out on that side is fighting um why but and why and why would you like, like like you know seriously in the, uh, um you're gonna watch the fights aren't you no you're not i suppose you're not i'll, I'll probably be out the back getting the boys ready getting anyway, the boys prep if there's the live stream i'll watch it the only thing that kind of makes me happy is like because it's mma hopefully there's some knockouts or tap outs and that yeah Nice and quick, you know. So, how many fights on the card? So, how many MMA uh, fights I'm, do you know? No, no, I'm not 100% sure yet. I don't think the full fight card's been officially released yet, but I think there's going to be roughly, I'd say between 10 and 15. Okay, no worries. So, the yeah. MMA community in WA, is that big? It is, yeah. It's very big. Like, we've got Eternal MMA here. What's it um, called? Sorry, sorry. Internal. Or Eternal. Eternal. MMA, Eternal. Yeah, which yeah. are like. Uh, I think they're uh, Australia wide now, but okay. um, like they, they they get shown on UFC Fight Pass. They're like a kind of road oh. to UFC. I suppose. Um, yeah, there's a lot. And of... we've got we've got. Oh, I can't remember his name. The uh, from Scrappy MMA. He just got into the UFC as well. Um, um Della. Della. Jack yeah. Della. Yeah, that's him. Hold on. Just give me two secs, mate. He's, Is he so from Scrappy brother, MMA? Is he? Hold on. Give me. I'm yeah. gonna. Uh, Scrappy his MMA. His brother or on the weekend. So in Willits, they're out of Willits? His normally fights MMA, yeah. but his brother just jumped in on a week's notice and fought one of the like really big up-and-comers in um, WA Muay Thai, Mika Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fought him. Um, good on him, man. He jumped in, completely different rule set, just gave it a crack. He, he lost, but um, yeah, so, so the MMA scene in WA is strong, man. Oh man, no, 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 there's some fucking, oh Jesus Christ. We got um, Luistro um, Combat Academy, who, Lamel, he used to, he used to train jiu-jitsu at Synergy as well. So okay, he's yeah. Now and he's got some fighters on on the weekend as well, so. Um, James Francis, Nick Rodriguez, these names ring yeah. a bell? No, I don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're out of Willits. I know that you got Stephen Cervantes as well, or Cervantes, Kevin Schmidt, 
Yeah, no, look, look, oi. There's some fucking good fighters out of that fucking gym, bro. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, so they've got a, f- a few boys on that um, MMA side on the card as well. So I'd say 10 to 15 fights. Okay, like but let's fucking, this is a, let's, let's get back to Muay Thai. How are the boys? is main event. Um, is he? I'm pretty sure Kane's main event, yeah. Is he is a, a, a title fight or anything like that? No? Uh, no, he's fighting a, a tired, oh, no, Leo might be going to him. I'm not too sure, actually, because Leo's fighting for a belt, but Leo's opponent changed. Okay. Yeah, Leo's fighting, uh, Nathan Embleton now, who, um, the dreaded one. The dreaded one? And what uh, gym is he out of, mate? Uh, aggressive Muay Thai, so, um, he he just won the state title in the last MTGP. Okay. Um, he's not. I don't think he's defending the state title. It's the weight above him and Leo are fighting for that state title. Oh. So Leo's coming down in weight, and uh, Nathan's going up to meet in the middle. Okay. Leo's opponent. Um, yeah, kind of. Is, is, is it what you call a a catch weight? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. For those two, um, it would be yeah. And that. Yeah. And what weight is that? Sorry. Uh, 63.5. It's fucking still small, man. Really? What did yeah. you find out? You're, you're fighting 65, 63 is around there. 63 and a half to 65. But my last fight was at 67 just because... Because you're fat. Barry and I... Oh, sorry. Four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Uh, kidding. Don't beat me but up. But Barry please. and I... Yeah. <laughs> we're like, bro, don't say that again. I'm just... <laughs> 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 I thought that. Uh, no. Um, nah, Barry, Barry and I had already fought at 65. Okay. Um, yeah. So we just went, oh, fuck. Up, what did Toby fight out of? What was weight? Toby's weight? He was 72 or something 70, like that. 76. Oh, fuck, that's massive. That's big boy, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. and then Kian? Who's he fighting? Uh, Kian is fighting a tire that's living here at the moment um, called Tirawat. And he's fighting at which gym is he out of? Um, Not sure. It might be Bailey's. I think he's training oh, at Bailey's. At a Canny Yeah, at the Yeah, he's got a couple of gyms. So okay, he's he got one north of the river too, yeah. Mirror Booker or something. Yeah. Mirror Booker? Is that and he came from St. Morricot Gym. Oh. But Bailey's bought that gym out, I think. Okay. So, yeah. I think I still owe yeah. Bailey some fucking membership money, man, from a bull <laughs> gym. <laughs> That's joking. why you're over in Melbourne, isn't it? That's right. I'm <laughs> fucking scared of that, man. I am. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh. So how's the prep been going for the boys? Yeah, really good, man. Yeah. Really good. Um, Both are looking super sharp. They're in the weight cut week at the moment. Mm-hmm. So the, the intensity's dialed back a bit. Yeah, it's yeah. just focusing the mind, sharpening the mind um, onto the job ahead and mm-hmm. cutting the weight. So, I mean, it's a six-week fight camp. Yeah. So week one, is that just work, work, work? Are you gradually getting these guys up to... Uh, do you have a game plan? Like, do you have a fucking schedule? Do you have a schedule? Um, this is week, week one, we're doing this shit. Week two, so forth and so forth. Do you have that sort of thing or...? Um, kind of. It's nothing, like, structurally changes. Yeah. It's just the intensity of certain activities changes. So we ramp up over the first three weeks. Mm. Kind of like, you know... You've been training before the fight camp starts. You come in. All right, now it's five times a week. Mm. Three-minute rounds, you know, the first week. Build that that kind of base, that, that start to build that base up. Yeah. 
Round, uh, week two, three, four, and five all have four-minute rounds. And, and the as your fitness rises, your the intensity of like pads increases. Mm. The intensity of sparring, the intensity of clinching every week gets higher and higher. Um, and we do like extra sprints on the run every week. Mm. Um, and then that basically all leads up peaks right before uh, weight cut week. And then on the Monday just gone, we dial everything right back, maintain like good level of fitness, but um, keep the body moving, sharpen the mind and mm. cut weight. Sharpen the mind. Just avoid, avoid injuries. Yeah. Like, all that, all that stuff. So, so do, do, are you are you big on the mind game? Are you big on 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 the prep of fucking mind and making sure that they are they they don't have their fucking um they're not nervous and, and they don't have the adrenaline dump that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, although I don't do anything specifically to like make their mind strong, mm. but um, like I think the best thing I don't know, like it seems to work so far is like just having chats with the boys every week, like. Communicating you know, weekly discussion mm. about you know okay it'll be usually at the end of the week as well oh everyone did good this week um you know I might be like so and so you need to start doing this a bit more like especially leading into next week um and then just give everyone kind of like their own tips mm. and then just give I like to give that kind of team talk about um there's a reason why we do all this there's a reason why things are so intense mm. if you're feeling shit let me know i'll dial it back for that like <laughs> session you know like mm. communication's key and then just to let them know that um you know if you do everything right now that i'm telling you to there's no reason to be nervous mm. because you've done everything right you've done everything to make it so that you don't have to be nervous in the fight I remember we when we did that first interview back in fucking Easter of last year um, at that cafe yeah. in Carnival. You were talking yeah, yeah. about and like you say, no the coaching, and I, and I asked you about your coaching. What 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 do you what do you want to bring to the coaching? And then you talked about the welfare of the, of, of the mental welfare of the fighters, and like you began, mm. uh, you know, you'd be watching that sort of stuff of if you're if you know if they're feeling down, asking questions, and it's just pulling back on that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Young Brandon touched on that as well. I says, "What's the you know?" Yeah. I, I asked about you know the the uh, what's what's so special you know your coaching techniques and he's, he, he speak he spoke highly of your, your you and your in, and your coaching and he said that yeah. in the last week you were uh, you know he, he dialed it down when he didn't feel too good. You you you, yeah. you you've got a good skill of just picking up body language or or the fighter's sense of where he's at. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I think, like, a massive reason for that is because oh, I was a fighter myself not that long ago. Like, it's crazy, you know, like, this, the things that you put your body through mm. are hard, man. Like, it's not easy. Like, it's easy for someone to kind of yell at you and be like, you know, push harder, let's go, let's go. Mm. Um, and you, everyone needs that. Like, 100% everyone needs that. Mm. But then to turn around and be like, if, you, if you're trying to push someone and they're just not doing it that day and you ask, all it takes is a simple question like, you're feeling shit today? Mm. Something like that. And they're like, yeah, a little bit. And you're like, right, today, slow it down. We're just doing like drill, not drills, but like fitness, but you're dialing it way back mm. and you're going to hone your mind instead of your body because your body's not up for it today. Just things like that, I feel like can go a long way in oh, like fuck yeah. not feeling fucked at the end of your fight camp. Mm. Um, and yeah, just, just, I think because of 
the fact that I was fine not that long ago, mm. like I could pick up on it. As I well. look, it, it, that's got to, that 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 plays part in that as well. But I think you have um, you're you're a, you're a natural nurturer. Um, you have mm. empathy as well. You know, you understand humans. You understand the human person. You know what I mean? Mm. You, 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 you can really relate to people. and You've got good people skills, and that's what I'm trying to say. I'm so, I, enough of pissing in your pocket, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I think you're right when it comes to Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, yeah, other things, other, other you know, aspects of life, as everyone kind of is the same, still has learning to do. So, yes. Um, but, yeah, on the Muay Thai front, like, definitely got that understanding. And I think mm. it, it comes through a lot at the moment. It's come through a lot at the moment. Oh, man. It seems, it seems to be working at the moment. So. And you're enjoying coaching then. Let's just touch on that. You're fucking loving it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's so good, man. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm super busy. Yeah. Um, like, it doesn't really, you know, I'm sure everyone kind of in the same role says the same thing. I know Blair's been saying it for years. Like, mm. best, gym life's the best life, you know? like Because it's passion. Because it's been in a good environment with yeah. people that have like these good goals of trying to get fit and get healthy and learn a new skill and like I'm there to be able to do all those things for them and mm. yeah it's very fulfilling and you're and you're still learning as well aren't you about human behaviour oh, and such shit like that I reckon I'm learning more now than I did as a fighter yeah especially even more about like like I, I hit pads the other day and I, I went <laughs> southpaw um, and I was just like, you know, can't, not, nothing serious, just just keeping my fitness up myself. But yeah. I was like, damn, I fully understand. Obviously, Southpaw I'm not, is not my natural yeah. side. So I was in that state and I was like, man, I feel like off balance and all that. And I was literally telling myself in my head what I tell the people in like the beginners class. No, what like, step across. But that's what they say. That's what they say. I mean, um, a, a, a coaching helps you with your skill, your skill set. Yeah. You know, if you're going to coach in that, you know, I can, a cricket coach will always, will always, will always help with his fucking game, being a cricket coach and just, it just breaks it down, breaking down techniques and everything like that. Um, Yeah. Breaking. The mechanical, the mechanical side of it all Mm. is definitely where I've noticed a deep understanding kind of come through. Mm. Um, Like, having to break it down for someone that has no fucking clue yeah. what Muay Thai even is. It's their first session. Yeah. Trying to break it down like something that I've done naturally for the last 12 years. Mm. I literally sit in my head. I'm like, I don't even know how to explain what I do. But <laughs> obviously now as a coach, like that's a skill that I've had to gain. Yeah. How to explain what I do mm. or what we do as fighters like easily and like more, you know, easy to understand so that they can just kind of, do it as yeah. well and in doing that i've understood how i've been doing it the whole time deeper myself so. oh, fucking, mate you've come full circle you have come full circle yeah. mate. It's, a, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's it's fucking good to see it's good to see roy and like um yeah. toby, toby fucking blair's always blair was all excited about you taking over the gym and everything like that and he, i suppose he's in a good spot he's in a good place at the moment isn't he yeah he's just Absolutely keen for the borders to open. <laughs> oh, as we all, as we all are, as we all yeah. are, you know. So um, who, wants, who wants to get to Thailand? So. <laughs> fucking so do I. So do yeah. I. I I'm hoping, Everyone does. I'm hoping at the end of my. Man, t- I can't. I can't wait for um like borders to open and then like have the possibility of like, you know, a training camp like taking like ten ten of the guys or ten girls that would like want to go to a gym over there for a month. You know, Fuck like, something yeah. like that. 
Fuck you. Brandon, Brandon's, uh, he'd be the first candidate, mate. He's missing Thailand. He's fucking, he loves that joint, you know? Yeah. He's only a young kid. Him, Sorry? Yeah. Him and his brother, I think. Yeah. Ken too. Ken, Ken's keen to get back there, so. Fucking the, all the boys are getting, wanting to get back there. So, Ken and Leo are fighting this Saturday night, and um, yeah. we wish them all the luck, and their prep's been really good. So, at the moment, yeah. so it's, it, today is a Wednesday. Um, when is weigh-in? Friday. Friday. Yeah. And how are they going with yeah. their cut at the moment? Yeah, good, I think. Um, they've been waterloading a bit, so... Mm. Um, what do you mean by waterloading? What does that mean, mate? Oh, just the, so in the last couple of days, they've just increased their water intake mm-hmm. uh, by a, a roughly double, um, and they add salt into the water. And all it does is it tricks the body into thinking it needs to get rid of excess water and salt. Okay. And then you stop the water loading, you don't stop drinking altogether. You just mm. stop drinking a massive amount. But your body doesn't catch on that it's, you've stopped drinking water quick enough. Yeah. So if you time it perfectly, you cut weight super easy for weighing. Okay. You hit your weight and then you start rehydrating and that's about the moment that your body realises you've you know, stop drinking too much water and it starts to retain everything again. Fucking beautiful. See the way you, you, you articulated that? It was simple. That's going to be a sound yeah. bite for the fucking promo. <laughs> <laughs> water loading. Water loading by Roy the Rebel Wills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's water good. loading in 10 seconds. And Toby, man, um, is he enjoying the coaching as well? Yeah, man, yeah. He, he's always at the gym. Like, he, he's, you know, while he doesn't have a fight coming up, he's... Mm. Um, he struggles to, to, like, as as I did as a fighter as well, struggles to stay fully motivated to mm. the point where he's, like, fight training every day. Yeah. He still trains almost every day. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every day. Um, and he's still in the gym every day, mm. helping the fighters hold pads and um, and, and help them clinch. Yeah. He jumps in the clinch almost every night. Um, and when the time comes to... Um, to, to start fight cam, he'll jump in again and, and go for it. But in the meantime, yeah, he's he's loving it. I think oh, awesome. um, him and I were in the corner at um, it was at MTGP. Yeah, and, was it? Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, we were in the corner together there, and it was just like it was wicked. We had a good time and, yeah. and got some good results. So yeah, no, well, um, I asked Brandon about the the three fucking musketeers coaching at the same time and all the <laughs> information, and uh, yeah, he. he, he, he you guys really worked well in that situation yeah. where you didn't. It, everyone had different information, and we touched on this, and touched on this yeah. on on, on um, the last time you were on. But yeah, it was fucking. Yeah. It was good to see. What's I next? Think if you see any, I think if you see any good coaching or like you know corner, mm. that's what they'll do. That, yeah. that, that no one speaks over each other, or it might even just be like two cornermen, yeah, and, and one dude speaking, which also works. Yeah. Um, think like in our dynamic that we've got the three of us mm. um or even if it was just toby and i like having that two kind of different like points of view is such a good thing like yeah toby might see something that i don't or blair might see something say something yeah. that doesn't that works that i was saying that doesn't work mm-hmm. um all on the same kind of train of thought but um saying it you know in from someone else or in a different way can just reinforce it for the fighter and go, yeah, yeah that's what I need to do. That's what I need to do. So. Fucking oath. What's next, mate? Is it like, um, th- this will be the last fight of the year? After the break, we jump into that hot, 
tub. Time machine, we go forward one week and we find out how the boys went at domination. Ain't a lot of niggas got what Snoopy got. Ain't a lot of niggas walk up in the spot smoking on that lemon drop. Four or five bitches and they body hot. Oh, what a fucking... Uh, what a ride in that time machine, mate. Did you enjoy that time machine, Roy? <laughs> Come back. It went by real quick. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like it's only been two seconds, but it's been a whole week since I've talked to you, mate. <laughs> seemed like yesterday. It did seem like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been happening, mate? So uh, look, we've got, much, we've had we've had much. our formalities and everything like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But let's just get into no, it. Not too much, mate. Just just in the just in the gym, you know. Still, so. Yeah. Um, just had had a good debrief after the after the fights on the weekend, and it's a great segue. Um, it's a great segue. Yeah, let's 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 um let's talk about them fights. Yeah. So um, obviously we had Leo and Ken both fight, and um, both came away with real good wins. So yes. um, kind of polar opposites in terms of what kind of wins they got, mm. but um. Ken did. Um, Ken just steamrolled his opponent Tirawat. Yeah, um, I seen that. I did. It was um, one minute knockout. So it was. Uh, what was that? One minute, wasn't it? Yeah, one minute. Yeah, which I'm real salty on because my fastest knockout was my last fight, and it was I think a minute forty. Yeah. So I'm real pissed off because the that, group beat me. That's, a, that's, <laughs> that's quite. That's quite. Um. That's quite funny as well because the new intro is your. Um. Is your knockout as well, mate? That, the yeah, new intro. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you don't you don't plan for those, do you? Nah, no way. Um, you know what I mean? We always plan. We always plan for a full like whatever. If it's three rounds, mm. um, we we plan accordingly for that. If it's five rounds, we always plan accordingly. We train accordingly to that. You never want to train, um, assuming that you're gonna win by yeah. knockout because yeah. if it doesn't happen, mm. it can just with your mind maybe your fitness isn't up to scratch because you thought you'd only have to get out of there in two rounds yeah all of a sudden you're in deep in the fourth round gassing mm. so um we had a really good game plan which Ken started out doing perfectly yeah um which was just to stay in front of the tires face and just be absolutely <laughs> busy face, you? <laughs> not do not stop throwing shots and just like a lot of fast twitch action kind of like tricky feints cuts to the inside leg, mm. body kicks. And then our plan was when the tire kind of gets used to, you know, taking some kicks, just feint a kick and then step in with an elbow, which is exactly what he it did. did. And um, yeah, and it cut the tire just on his eye. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think that, I think Tirawat just uh, didn't, didn't want to be there after that minute. Yeah, look, um, that, that it was a very in innocuous um, elbow it didn't even look like it caused any damage, but he just it rocked him. It just slipped through. It was like a forward yeah. sort of an elbow, elbow, wasn't it? And it, it must have yeah. landed perfectly. Yeah, straight through the guard, mm. which is um, exactly why you know um, Muay Thai elbows are so dangerous because you can't even re if you don't expect them, you can't even really defend them. So, yeah. Um, no, nah, Kane fought perfectly. Did exactly as 
as we kind of planned. Um, so real happy with his performance. Well, I was having a conversation with um, with Sai, and they were saying, yeah. and, and, and like, you, sometimes you won't see an elbow in a fight, but sometimes you will see a fucking elbow war. That's because yeah. why is that? Is it, is, is it the payback? The, the ties love that payback. Um, oh, it, de- it honestly depends on the style of the fighter. I mm. think. Um, like I always thought that like I would throw elbows depending on where I was in relation to my opponent. Like I wouldn't be right on the outside and be like I'm gonna elbow this guy, you know, yeah. like, and try and just charge an elbow. But if I was in the clinch or if I was kind of like real close after an exchange, I would throw an elbow. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes it is you'll cop an elbow and when you throw an elbow, you're also in elbow elbow range. So that would just yeah. So your opponent might just fire one back and sometimes someone gets cut and they go, Fucking come on man and then it's just and it's on then it turns into those one of those pit elbow wars with um those classics of uh you know the one with um uh, who was it with the Toby and who was it again Blair um, oh yeah, yeah yeah there's there's been a few to be honest with, with Toby, Toby. <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course there is so look yeah. we'll talk we'll talk about what's happening with Ken Ken next but um and then Leo then Leo had a title yes. bout is that correct yeah, so he fought, um, it was an ISCA show because um, ISCA are the only sanctioning body that do MMA and Muay Thai. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that's internationals, was it kickboxing, kick, what is it, was it, what's I don't ISCA? Mean, I, I don't Fucking, even know. Yeah, it, anyway. I don't even know, I don't even know. Um, look, the, every show has to be sanctioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so MTA don't have, I think they do now. But when, when Blair and Darren Purovic were organising the show, yeah. MTA didn't have a rule set for Muay Thai in a cage. Yeah, okay. So Iska, do, Iska did. Yeah. So we had to right. go with Iska. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, so which comes with a whole another topic of different judges and um, all that. But so were they anyway, different judges again? Do they... Do they, do they does to have their own judges. Do, do yeah. they supply them judges, or you know, have we talked about yeah. this? We talked about this last week, and yeah, you were in the beginning of yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. right. But a lot of the, a lot of their judges are like qualified in Muay Thai and MMA, and, yeah, okay. and a bunch of different things. But then when they come over and they judge one or the other, their their kind of judging skill set kind of clouds the other one, and it's like yeah, yeah. it's just it gets messy. It gets messy. Um, but yeah, it was for this state title. So, and um, what was the result? We, we we know the result. He won, but how did that go, mate? How Leo, Leo was it decision. Won, yeah, D- uh, split points decision. Split, yeah. po- split points decision. It was a really close fight, man. Like, um, in my op- honest opinion, um, Leo won the first three and then dropped the last set two. Okay. Um, simply for the and massive credit to his opponent Nathan, who. Um, or on MTGP about four or five weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he, he won round one knockout. Uh, he won the WBC 61 kilo state title. But he came up in weight and um, took the fight on a week's notice. So, wh- you know, whether yeah. he'd been training, full training mm. for that time, like, I don't I don't know if he was or not. Um, but massive credit to him because he was definitely pushing the pace. Yeah. Um, he's just a freak in terms of his... Uh, fitness. Mm. He, he definitely doesn't have the cleanest style, but like, he, he beats. Muay, he's been beating Muay Thai people, man. So you can't take that away from him. Yeah. Um, and Leo, um, Leo definitely could have done some things better. I think his timing was a little bit off 
mm. that night, but um, he did enough damage with elbows and leg kicks early on to yeah. secure him the win. So. Yeah. Um, I think we might have touched on this, but do you guys, do you do you watch the tape? Do you, do you analyse the fight after every fight? Um, yes, sometimes I do. So um, I haven't got to see Leo's fight yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's been released. So I haven't watched his fight again yet, but yeah. even just my memory of the fight is super clear. Um, mm. Even the next... The next day, we all got together and had a, had a couple. So of you do have it like in the next day is a debrief, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like to just over some food and a couple of drinks and yeah, and just you know, good to celebrate, but also good to chat about like when you're in the gym next. They they both have a week off, and, yeah, um, of training and then come back and just train casually until Christmas. But um, you know, we, we've definitely got some things that we're planning on working on in that time. So yeah. next year they can hit the ground running. Oh, nice, nice. So, what mo- mostly what what um skill based work or fitness work or I mean, fuck, they're no, fighters, they're professional fighters. So they're, they're they're fit as fuck, mate. And that gym is pretty. Yeah. Fun, most Muay Thai gyms, or in fact, all Muay Thai gyms are pretty, pretty much um that's what they do. They do a lot of road work and <laughs> fitness work. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. No, I've never. I, man, you can't be unfit in Muay Thai. Like, if you no. do, you get hurt. So yeah. it's just. Not in your best interest. Oh, that's that's just. I think that goes with combat sports in general. I mean, you yeah, gotta, you got you have to have that that level of fitness, mate. So um, a split decision. He's got a belt. Yeah, what was that belt? Uh yeah, it was the Iska sixty-three and a half kilogram. Yeah, division uh, belt. Yeah, so he'll have to defend that next year if you want. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll make him defend it next year. So we'll probably be fighting on a couple more Iska shows. Okay. Usually up in Kalamunda as well. So I, I've never been to one myself, but um, if if we get the call to defend it, we'll be there. Yeah, up in up in the foothills there, Kalamunda. For those guys yeah. in Australia, for the guys in that, that aren't, don't live in Perth, there's a like the hills, a Darling Range. They're just um just up there. Um. So. You guys on a break? Um, yeah, yeah, the gym's so open. I the gym will be open. Yeah, so the gym, the gym's open basically right up until Christmas. Mm. I think Blair was saying we'll probably just run, um, like one morning class, one afternoon class, yeah. just over like in between all the public holidays. Yep, yep, yep. Both all, all levels. So, mm. um, it, it'll just be real quiet down at the gym, and then, um, yeah, first of January we hit the ground running straight back into it. We usually have a massive influx of people and, and returning people all mm. inspired by the New Year's resolutions and, and all <laughs> so, that. So. Uh, so, I mean, you'd get the same. Does he, do you guys get a big influx of members um, just after New Year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, every year, I remember like the beginners and the intermediate classes just flooding open. Um, the weather's nice. There's... Just, yeah, you know, people trying to better their lives or, you know, vow to be more active and, mm. and um, sometimes just jumping into the gym like that's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. So what's in, what's in, what's next for WA Muay Thai, bro? Um, so um, we've got one, pretty much one more event for um, what we're doing, um, which is this weekend there's a MTA um, junior sparring day. That's, that's um, Muay Thai Australia, yeah? Yeah, 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 which is obviously Australia wide. Um, mm-hmm. Real, real good, real good program. Kind of, um, they, I think they do like maybe two, three, four events on every year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just they just get together. Um, it's like fifteen dollars 
um, entry. Kids just bring their own shin guards, gloves, and all that. And, mm. and basically, they just um, 14 years and younger. Uh, they do 90 second rounds, no knees to the head, fully protected, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's just to get them in there, kind of experience what they kind of like, what a fight might be yeah. one day. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, so, so sim- sim- simulating a fight day. So the prep, yeah. um, you know, the, yeah. maybe a little bit of fight camp for these juniors and, and whatnot. Yeah. And there's just like all the parents and that can come and, yeah. and all where's, that stuff. So Where's this held at? Uh, it is um, at the new West Side um, kickboxing um, just in South Street, O'Connor. So O'Connor, like, yeah. O'Connor. yeah. Oh, that'll be a big day. Mate, any... any um. Any up and coming, mate? You, you, I've seen you do some pad work with uh, with one of your young fighters. Uh, what was what's his what's yeah, his name? Uh, his name is Cameron Prum. So Cameron Prum, he, yeah, ca- little Cambodian boy. Yeah, he's honestly, he's honestly going to be one of the champions in the future. Like, he, man, I cannot believe the technique that that kid has. How old is he? Right at this level, man. When I was like, because I, I did Muay Thai when I was younger, like his yeah, age yeah. as well. Yeah. And literally, uh, I can't even, I couldn't even stand up straight. Man. <laughs> and this kid's like got cleaner technique than me. <laughs> really? He's got a really, yeah. really clean technique. But then again, you, you, you've always been renowned as a tech, uh, the, the, the technician. You won a few awards. Yeah. Being, uh, <laughs> being his a dad, his, his dad is, um, his dad's super, super um, into Muay Thai. And, okay, and yeah really helps cam get like get to the gym and, and really like encourages him he probably but cam honestly loves it yeah he probably yeah i think, more tie I think on TV just, and just picks it up and all that yeah stuff. i think i think he just loves it so much that he literally like because he because when you love something so much when you try and practice it if you really want to do it it just comes so much easier yes so yes. i think that's what's happened here he's just obviously loves you know the side, the, the combat side of it, and, and he's just picked it up really well. Man. And he works pretty um, hard at it. He's there, he's there like three, four times a week, always mm. just, just clinching with the bigger guys, sparring with him. How old is he? Mate? He's pretty hard. So I think he's thirteen. Man, so. Jesus Christ! Yeah, mate. That's the, like um, I said. The future of the sport is 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 um is is bright in this country, yeah. massively bright. Yeah. Any other um, so, um up and comers? Yeah, man. So um, we've got a few from our gym that are going to the um, the sparring day, but none of them have had fights or anything. Okay, um, yeah. But, you know, just all super keen, like young boys and girls, just um, really, really kind of like wanting to experience that kind of next stage of training, which is like putting your skills to the test mm. against someone else. Um, so we've got like Leif, Sunny, Casey, just... Really, really, I'll give them all little shout outs just in do case that, they're listening. Right? You just do, um, yeah. Um, and and like we've got a couple of older boys like Ali, like two two boys named Ali that that are going, yeah. Um, that are just, yeah, that, like just super keen and and want to kind of get involved. Mm. But um, WA Muay Thai juniors in general are just super, super strong. Like, I just, I, I've got a, I've, I did a little bit of research and I've got a, I've got a, um, a few names <laughs> I, I want to. I want a name just to give out a shout out. Just yeah, to know that mate, go for it. Go for um, it, mate. Let's let's let's, let's hear these up and coming talent in um, WA Muay Thai. So there's two young boys from Riddler's gym at the moment who are just I think they're still juniors, but maybe like right on the cusp, like 
16 and 17 um, years old, but Max Milne and Luke Discerny, um, yeah. both seriously competitive um, and and super like skilled young fighters mm. who like I've seen fight, I've seen seen both of them fight, um, and seriously wish that I was like that when I was that age. Like to see them like that now, yeah, I can only imagine what they're going to be like when they're like 25 to 30. If they're still in the sport, just absolute monsters, probably Mate. world champions. You know? Mate. They've got massive, massive potential. Um, and obviously had a really good gym as well. So, so they've, That's they've just gym. got all their ducks lined up yeah. to, to have a bright future. Mm. Um, obviously got Cam, um, who I just mentioned from our gym. Yep. Uh, I seriously see a bright future for, for Cam um, in, in, in the coming years. Has he had as any he, as he turned into a young man? So when when um, so when are they allowed to have uh, their first fight? At, at what age? Cam's already had two fights, but they're just um, fully fully padded yeah. until you're eighteen. So what's it called? Ifma. Ifma's um, got a really good junior program, yeah, yeah, but their scoring system's a bit different. So this is all through the MTA. Oh, MTA, yeah. and that's Darius, yeah, isn't so, it? That's Darius yeah. now. He's he looks after all of that shit in WA, yeah. Uh, in WA, yes, and yes. he's the national head of the refs and judges for okay, the NTA yeah, as yeah, well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but like um, Darren Reese, he he's got a big hand in the MTA for mm-hmm. like the juniors and, and Tony Fisher, who who's um, hosting the event on this weekend. So, okay, yeah. um, always always putting in good work for for the you know the young guns and juniors. Yeah. So shout out to those boys as well. Um, just another couple of names. There's um, Liana Bertolami. Um, Jack uh, James Bertolami, the owner of um, okay. the, and the head coach of Monsters Inc. Yeah, his daughter. Um, I can't remember. I think she might be fifteen years old. I'm not too sure. Maybe sixteen. Mm. Um, but yeah, she is. Uh, she's had four fights for three wins. I think that's what he said. Um, and she, her last fight, she KO'd um, the woman who won that four-man uh, woman eliminator on mtgp that, that last one like wasn't a fully it, grown woman yeah yeah and she um, was stopped by yeah i think she's like 15. i think i've yeah. seen so she's yeah so she's really struggling to get fights at the moment because no, um no, I, i'm not sure that. what her weight her weight her weight is probably around 60 kilogram give or take a few kilos yeah, okay yeah um to fight at but there's no juniors anywhere near her skill level. So James has been trying to go, he's been going back and forth with the commission for a while, trying to get an exemption so she can for fight, her to she fight adults. Fight adults, yeah. Oh, yeah, well. because the last her last opponent was in Northern Territory where they don't have a, um, as strict rules like that. <laughs> so she fought an adult and did just fine. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I definitely think that the commission need to kind of look at um, like who they can give exemptions to because yeah. like when I, Toby and I were 16 when we were fighting adults and, and we won all of our fights as well. So I don't think age really like, obviously depending on your skill level, age shouldn't be a factor. If someone's really yeah. skilled and they're doing really well, mm. let them test themselves against adults. It's mm. still in a controlled environment. Yeah. They're still safe. There's still doctors ringside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and if the parents are all willing, then what, you know, what, what's, the, I don't see the issue, but um, yeah, shout out to Liana Berlami, um, yeah. absolute weapon. I'm sure she'll clean the division up when she turns 18. When she when she becomes a a, a woman, 
<laughs> yeah, yep. So, I mean, like, um, and then, yeah, go. Yeah, there's, a, there's just a couple more. So, yeah. there's, like, Jack Coravin um, and Callum Bonnie. I think they're both from the same gym, Three Lions. Okay, yeah. Um, down, down in... Oh, I don't know what it's down Mandra, down in Mandra somewhere, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, both I've seen both boys fight. I actually did a um, uh, I did a little personal training with um, Callum Bonnie and man for two fights. He's had one fight, uh, one win, one loss, and yeah. he's got some serious potential, man. Like really tall, kind of long, skinny frame Rangy. with good power and yeah. good technique. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like, like again, same kind of like, I wish I had that kind of um, technique and mm. and intelligence when I was that age because, man, this, these young guns are going to be something special. So but I think um, I, 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 shout I, out to those two. Yeah. You had a good career, man. I think you, 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 you've done well. <laughs> You know, and but the th- yeah, you, you probably like Sai was saying. We were talking about you yesterday, and Sai was saying that you probably, out of every Australian Muay Thai professional, you probably had a, the best career. You've come in, you've won a few, you've won a few belts. You've um had a long career. You got at it at the right time. No CTE, no yeah. brain damage. Now you're still in yeah. the sport, giving the knowledge to the next next um neck boys. So fuck man. Yeah, no, nah, look, I, 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 um, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I just remember myself being that age and being like, no idea what I was doing. But you, <laughs> but don't forget, Roy. Don't forget, Roy. It was, it was totally different back then. There's, there's more education yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. There's you. There's you coaching. There's yeah. Toby's. You know, yeah. Toby's giving some input in. There's all these, all these new ways of, of, of um, of communicating. I think that's yeah, important. No, that is true. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's why, like this next generation of, um, like, and it and it gets better every generation. Mm. Like, like you're just it saying. Should do. Um, like, I'm sure. I'm sure Blair and Darren Reese and and kind of like that older generation were looking at Toby and I coming up. Going, exactly. Man. Exactly. That's yeah. what. The, you know, and 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 you're doing the same right now. So it's, it all goes. Yeah. Yeah. Way. Exactly. So um. All right, mate. We'll wrap this up. We'll wrap it up. Because I'm like I said, I'm sitting in my fucking lunchroom and everyone's like <laughs> wanting to make some noise and I'm, they can if they want to. I don't care. You know, it's, it's, it's I part, can see you giving them all evil eyes, bro. It's part and parcel of doing <laughs> shit life. Um, mate, just one more thing: Christmas parties. You're a bit scared of it. Yeah, you're a bit scared for the Christmas party. party. It's, probably, it's, it's probably for the best that you're not coming, man. Just just in terms of like surviving, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was good coming around. We all know what. We all know what Blair gets like. So. I know. He put a thousand bucks over the bar last year. We we had a party at, at Pop Black and then we went to a bar and then he went, yeah, thousand. Then I think he put another thousand over the bar. I think two thousand. That's that's the type of bloke. That's the type of bloke Blair is, man. He's a fucking great guy. He's a great guy, mate. Look, looks after his boys. But I'm sa- but I think that those those things are important. You know, your gym's so. It's more like a family. Like most Muay Thai gyms are more like families. I look at the photos, though, you know, the photos of Christmas parties, your photo of um, your wedding. I think Kian's got it in his background there. It's just all you guys and that closeness and everything like that, man. It's fucking, it's, it's, it's good to see. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, like half the, half the people that I invited to that wedding were from, were from the gym. From so, the gym, yeah. Um, well, they yeah, like, like I said, it's, it is just a massive family and mm. we really like to embrace that side of things when... Um, like it comes to things like the gym Christmas party and, yeah. 
and and we invite everyone and it's cool seeing everyone outside of the gym and just chatting about it and um, yeah, no, it's a really good vibe. I, I love it. I'm looking forward to the Christmas party. I'm not, sh- I'm not 100% sure what we're doing this year, but I, I'm sure it'll be a good one, as will, I'm sure, everyone else is around the country. Yeah. Well, anyway, mate, well, it's... Uh, I don't think I'll see... I'll try and catch up with you before Christmas. But if not, man, have a Merry Christmas, but I doubt it. I think I will try and catch up. We'll try and, give, we'll try and do one more pod before the Christmas break, and then we'll go on a break or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind chatting about um, the junior day and seeing how Cameron went and and the in your fighters from your gym. Yeah, no, sounds good, man. All right then, Royster, mate. Cheers once again, brother. Thank you very, very much, man. And I'll uh, I'll chat to you soon. Sounds good, mate. Enjoy. Catch you later. No worries. Thank you. See you later. All right, I'm gonna actually go as well. <laughs> Yeah, get back to work. Yeah, I'll get back to work. All right then, Roy. Hey, see you later, Roy. Have a good one. Thank you once again to Roy the Rebel Wills. And thank you for joining us on episode 12 of the Striker Chat podcast. Before I go, I'd like to give a big, big respect and congratulations to Sai and the team at Rebellion Muay Thai. They are celebrating their 10th anniversary this Saturday night, the 4th of December, at the Melbourne Pavilion. Hope to see you all there. And also, I'd like to wish all the fighters at Superfight Blake, Julia, and Brody um, for this weekend. Blake's fighting on Roots. Brody and Julia are fighting on the Amateur Day on the Sunday. So I'd like to wish them a good luck. Hope you come home with the dubs. If you're at Rebellion on Saturday night, hey, come and say hi. All right, once again, peace.